This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. But normally, because when people see those things, yeah. it's a person. Like if you tag Nike to tell them something's ugly, it's the design, like the people who have input on that aren't seeing it. It's the social media manager. I blocked who, somebody for snitch tagging the other Oh, night. snitch tagging is the worst. I, man, I will get all into social media etiquette. <laughs> like, and I didn't even care that they snitch tagged necessarily. It was just the principle of like, hey, I didn't, if I wanted them to see it, I yeah. would have tweeted at them. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's pretty shady that you did that. And I'm like, all right, blocked. Yeah, no. Snitch tagging is the worst. So FYI, I will block you for snitch tagging. (laughs) Hello, welcome to an ACC podcast. I'm Lauren Brownlow and I have with me live. This is my only, oh no, my email. There we go. It wouldn't be one of my podcasts if my email did not randomly go off in the background. So that's fun. Caroline Darney, fresh off the West Coast, and we're about to crack open a White Claw in her honor. She already opened hers. That's the sound. Yeah. Thanks for having me live and in person. Yes. In the kitchen. It was super easy to get a podcast guest this week. It's weird. I had it planned. It was part of my rent or whatever, the payment due. Oh, stop. (laughs) Payment due. Get out of here with that. No. Um. Yeah, she's been in LA for a while. She's been flying all day. Yeah, it's been fun. I highly recommend. Um, I'm not quite sure what state I'm in, what city. I've been through Chicago, Newark. Um, yeah, Charlottesville, obviously. Now here, LA. Went to Disneyland. Yeah. It's whole, yeah. It's big. Big times. Big times <laughs> were had by all. <laughs> it seems, no, I love, I like LA a lot. LA gets a bad rap, I feel like. It was my first time, so it was fun. It was really cool. It did rain all day the first day. It was like 50 degrees. Which is just bull. Like, come on. I was like, I feel lied to. I've been told (laughs) that this is not what to expect. And I will say that the overall happiness is a little bit diminished at uh, the happiest place on earth when you have to wear a poncho all day. Um, But we did, you know, help save a lady's life. When she fell and hit her head in the bathroom. So, oh my God. Not without excitement. Um, oh, wow. So shout out to her. Hope she's doing okay. I'm sure she's a listener. <laughs> yes, definitely. If she's if she's falling and hitting her head in a bathroom, I can tell you, odds are. Target demo. That's, I mean, to be fair, that's it was, like. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Careful in bathrooms where their floors are wet, folks. That's your PSA for today's episode again that's like something probably i feel like you or i would do Mm. in a you know because then you start to think about is this the way we're gonna go like is this (laughs) is this how it ends for us in a bathroom thankfully she was good she was healthy when we left so that's good good yeah i I would hope so yeah (laughs) well at least the the doctor was yes there was she was with her son and with with the doctor so yeah in good hands at that point my goodness (laughs) jeez quite the adventures yeah well you're no doubt ready to break down a full weekend of ACC basketball. I will say it was I a like, wild week. Actually. Yeah. I like the basketball games ending early and I actually got to watch San Diego state, 
which yeah, I've heard they play. <laughs> I've never seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. Um, so that, but my thing with the West Coast time, man, I have stuff I'm doing at 4 p.m. Like, please, I, I'm in meetings. Right. How am I supposed to watch Kentucky well, see, start losing to Vanderbilt in the first half if yeah. I'm in a meeting with my bosses? And you'll see this like here. This is actually my life. Like I, I see, I try to keep my phone with me, but I see like way less of first halves of basketball than I want to because like my, I'm putting my kid to bed. So like, but I'm always like eight o'clock, we're going to bed. Get in there. Come like, on, kid, get it together. The game's on. You've got 10 minutes. Halftime just started. Bedtime. <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I, it's one of, yeah, I get it. Like you're always doing other, I, I, it's like making me want later games, which is a weird feeling because I don't really when I'm covering them. Yes. But also true. Yeah, no. It was nice that the Virginia Notre Dame really, you know, that offense fest was a nice 9 p.m. game. So it gave me plenty of time to watch it at 6 p.m. out there Mm -hmm. with all of my new coworkers and current coworkers. Were you like, so yeah, that that game obviously got a lot of attention because (laughs) of course it it did. Well, to be fair, (laughs) yes. Like even you were like, gross. (laughs) Like, what is this? That's the game that everyone thinks about when they were talking trash about Virginia's style three years ago, four years ago. This is what they thought. They just wasted all of it pre-championship and now it's all been spent and you don't have that in your arsenal anymore because now you can't be like this style doesn't work well check the rafters it sure does i thought it got (laughs) to a point where i was just laughing (laughs) yeah because i was like oh he's just gonna airball the free throw okay cool but it was just one of those like (laughs) that was just 50 points in an overtime game and, and I kept five like, points were scored in said overtime. And like you guys, and I know some of it was defense, of course, but like yeah. you guys took a Notre Dame offense that had been playing really well. Yeah, sorry. And we're basically, you set it on fire. So yes. thank you for that. Thank you so much for just ruining my life. You guys feeling pretty good about yourselves? Well, here's the thing. 90, was, 80, 80, 84 and a loss, 82 and a loss, 74. I was 74. so excited because I was like, Notre Dame's offense has been playing really well. Virginia's offense is starting to play really well. Like this is going to be really fun and then as soon as like wake unc starts to go off the railing um we'll get to y'all that never made it on my big tv uh I because really, it was so out of hand i felt really bad our um tar hill blog site manager tanya was also out there and we got to so there started at eight so it was a five o'clock yeah. game so we got there about 5 30 and Literally by that point, it she'd was been drinking. basically over. Yeah, and so we had told them what games we wanted on the big screens in our little area. That we had this big watch bar, it was a really great spot. She was downtown. probably like, "Don't." <laughs> and she was like, "I don't know if I want to watch this." <laughs> and then they started to like kind of figure some stuff out, and she's like, "Too little, too late, guys. Too little, yeah, too late." I, I did move it to this big screen, but that was only because like uh, Syracuse State had just wrapped up at that i watched syracuse state today. either that or yeah that's what it was syracuse state was like wrapping up at that point and, and i was that, like okay what was that that was pretty close too wasn't it yeah it was and that was that was like good nc state um and feel, no elijah hughes yeah which was strange Is like he, was there any more new i feel like he it, got hurt in warm-ups which i feel like that's like an <laughs> nc state energy being brought to <laughs> syracuse <laughs> um to be fair cj bryce's concussion occurred in uh walkthrough so if we're, yeah, if we're getting, you know, the one that caused him to miss all those games. Yeah. yeah. The best thing you can see now that we're actually sitting together is you can't see my reaction face. Yeah. But yeah. So her reaction <laughs> face was like, are you kidding me? Which like, come on. She's been around the NC State block a time or two. Um, so yeah, we're, well, we're jumping around a little bit, but those are all things that happened this week. And like, uh, so, all right. What do we got Saturday? We got 
Syracuse at FSU. Um, so like I, I was saying this after this FSU Duke game, I think I would really, really, really be all in on this FSU team if they had like one more guy that could score. Yes. One. <laughs> yeah. And again, I've said this a few times to various people, various podcasts or appearance. I don't remember when I say things anymore. So that's good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, probably healthy. Um, I like this Florida state team because of all the things that people like about Leonard Hamilton, Florida state team. And they just, like, this is, they defend really, really, yeah. really well. If Devin Vassell or Trent Forrest don't have a crazy good game or aren't just like that really solid mm-hmm. that you're used to. Yeah. Then they could have some problems. Like you're going to get some points out of Raekwon Gray here and there. You're going to get some, you know, like, Wilkes is another one that, you know, sometimes is like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like hitting some great shots. And oh, then, yeah. Have you seen the seven footer with the prison tats? Yeah. My new favorite was ACC he, basketball player? Was he the one that fouled Kihei or was it the other one? I don't know. That looks just, I, I'm telling you, there's two. One's tatted, one's not. Okay. So that's I can't the, remember which one was. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, they're easy to tell apart because like, one of you is covered in tats yeah. that are not great. Um, I've made it my men- my mission. I said I did say this on the earlier week's podcast. I've made it my mission in my life to figure out, and I cannot pronounce his name. I'm not even going to try um, to figure out what the deal is with his tattoos because they are not good. And he has one on his thigh, Ooh. which like made me wonder. Like <laughs> oh, that's going to sound really bad. I was going to say like, where else does he have tattoos? <laughs> that's that's not. <laughs> that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean it is a little bit, but I don't mean it like in a suggestive way i mean it more like in yeah. a, like seriously where else does he have tattoos like i would be like shoulder like been, shoulder maybe probably be a whole like breakdown yeah. of like standout tattoos yeah. in the acc over into you remember the well um, the cameron the, cameron yeah that's cameron holsey holsey yeah that was the georgia the, tech player the, melancholy jesus yeah. tattoo <laughs> That's what I believe it was Joe Giulio who dubbed it as such. And it's perfect. And it's true. And that was the worst tattoo I think I've ever seen on a person. You've probably seen worse tattoos. uh, When there's some, you know, time in the the Navy, uh, some service members get some questionable tattoos. Sure. I saw one that was, uh, um, you know, the Fox clothing brand, like the skater. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, got one of that logo. So I've seen a monster logo. Like okay, energy drink. But like, is it accurate? Oh yeah, I mean, they're like they they're well done in that sense, right? <laughs> Just like get get across what the tattooee intended, yeah. at least. Yeah, exactly. Like the, their point was made. But like I guess. my my boy Dominic, I don't know that you know, I don't know what his messages were that he's trying to convey. I need to. Yeah, I might need to dig into this. It might be an ACC tournament. I'm fascinated by him. No, it's on my sidebar. Yeah, that and like <laughs> people are really on this mission, and they have even like started to add ACC Network to like get me and Chris like standing back to back. I feel really badly about this because they've had a rough year, but they have. I mean, like let's just all have a little fun with it. Um, uh, so yeah, Syracuse FSU. Um, I yeah, they're great defensively, and I I said this the other day, and again, I don't remember where I said this either. They're like. This is one of the most patient offensive FSU teams I can remember mm-hmm. seeing in a while too. Like usually they would just like take a bad shot in the first 10 seconds of a shot clock and, yeah. and not they are working for good shots. They just don't have quite the same level of offensive talent that they did and then they miss threes and free throws against Duke and that's never I just ask you and see that's not going to get a ton for you. Yeah, what I like about this Florida State team is they have while I agree that there needs to be probably another more consistent scorer, mm-hmm. they have the makeup right now that in games where they don't play their best, right. they're getting enough stops. Like yes. They're the team that like they'll kind of trick you into turning on the game late because you'll get the game alert on your phone. Yeah. 
and then they win by seven or yep. something. You know I mean, like yeah. <laughs> because they come up, they play good defense, they force turnovers. Great defense. Anytime you have Braxton Key sitting in a post game being like, "Hey, you know, seventeen turnovers, eleven assists, we'll take those numbers." <laughs> And earnestly, like, well, like, look, we know they turn it, like, make people turn it over. I didn't think Duke was going to stop turning it over yeah. in that game. I <laughs> was like, y'all okay? But it, a lot of them were forced. Like, yeah. it wasn't just, like, them dribbling it off their knee. Like, do they need to be stronger with the ball? Sure. But, like, yeah. at the same time, like, FSU, I mean, just Trent Forrest is so excellent. Yeah. Um, and and they are a team that it, that's the type of thing that has – that's what's worked for them in the tournament. Yeah. That's, that's the why stuff. they have players that work for them yeah. in the tournament. I'm a little concerned and like defensively. Said that. Yeah. They, they've let, especially when you know when you watch them in the games, they will do a little bit of the Ole defense in the paint. Yeah. Like they're letting guys go by, but they do have their best shot blocking percentage they're in like so forever. Good. Yeah. Which honestly, I didn't feel watching them that that was the case. But then you, when you start have, paying attention to, to fair, it, like, I've watched them closely against UNC and Duke. And UNC <laughs> especially just fair. gets everything thrown. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, poor sixth row. Like, like boom. Yeah. <laughs> demoralizing swaths. So Oof. that's what I like. And honestly, this Syracuse game it could be pretty, I don't know. Syracuse. I don't know what you are. Syracuse, send me a note. Just send me an email. Let me know what you're doing. I just want to know what's happening. No, it was funny. And I, I want to speak to this for like a minute and then we can move on because whatever. We've talked about this some on this podcast before, but like it's fascinating to me how like I think, I think it is every fan base that cares in this league. They're obsessed with this notion that like a random person will go off against them and <laughs> yes. their definition of random is very sliding. Yeah. So like I, I called state fans out because they were calling out Syracuse people for saying Devin Daniels is random when he's not really all that random. Sure. But at the same time, I was like, y'all do this when it's like literally anyone that's not one of their leading scorers. So I yeah. don't really want to hear it. I did like, feel bad. Our, my buddy Mike Rutherford over at Card Chronicle had a whole section like who's going to be the guy. And again, with the Virginia game, and he did say it's like it's clearly going to be this bold to ten side guy. And to be fair, he did go seven for ten. Yeah, but he's not. That one wasn't as random just because he had been playing so much. Better. And and to to give state fans some credit, for instance, like I don't think they said that about Ryan McMahon because they know he can hit threes, and yes, they were like, exactly. maybe don't leave him open eight times in a row. <laughs> don't let him do that like sassy step back pull up three. He's like, excuse me, going he back have, here. I wonder if he has that many threes since. I bet you he does not. Let me As see. he did in that game? Yes. Probably not. Probably not. Because most people know, hey, he does one thing well. Don't let him do it. Yeah, don't let him do that thing. And um, no, uh, yeah, no, he has six, five threes in the uh, three games since. <laughs> That's actually more than I thought. Yeah. To be fair. Oh, he's one of eight against Georgia Tech. That might be why they lost. One of, that's a lot of threes for him to take when he's not making them. I'm just throwing that out there into the universe. Like yeah. that's a that's probably too many threes for McMahon to take when he's not making threes. Yeah, you got to be four of eight. Like he's got to be feeling it, or else. Yeah, I'm surprised he's played so many minutes. I never notice him unless he's hitting shots. <laughs> I'm always like, ooh, someone for Key hit a guard. Like that's my- well, that's what State was doing with Braxton yeah. Beverly. They yeah. were like, oh, he's out here, like not even able to sit down on the bench. Like let's put him yeah. on McMahon. And Braxton was like, maybe I should help off of him defensively. And I was like, no, you should not do that. Literally don't just follow him around. He's not that fast. <laughs> just comes off a lot of screens. And I think Braxton was just like, I'm sleepy, <laughs> which I get. Uh, so, yeah, I don't there's not much else to say about that game. Florida State, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Syracuse, if they're hitting shots, they're great. If they're not, they're not. Hey, more like, people simple. go to Florida State games, please. Like I want more fans to go. Their numbers are. Hey, Florida State. They're fans, very low. What are you excited about football season? Yeah. Stop. Like go to the games. Why are like, you excited you about football season? There. Like, be be excited about your basketball team. There was a dude in the Duke grad section, actually the Duke grad student section, in a Amsterdam shirt. 
That's awesome. I know. See, it's called Hamsterdam. Go. They have beer. Your band is the best in the ACC. Yeah. Got the Golden so, yeah. Girls. Golden Girls is a good experience. Go Lenny watch Ham's more of those a great games. dude. Lenny Ham is awesome people. So, yes, go do that. That's our little PSA. <laughs> oh, dear geez. Okay. 2 p.m. Wake at Miami. Oh, set it on fire. Might hmm. be up by then. Wake coming out for a big <laughs> win. Oh, uh, yeah. With big win. Danny Manning, contract extension. I'm kidding. No, because people were like, oh, I wonder if Wake fans are really struggling with this because if they beat Carolina, and I was like, if they beat Carolina, what? Yeah. Like, what? what's the end of that sentence? If this was three years ago. Right. Like, come on, people. Maybe. By the way, hey, guess what? It's their biggest win over UNC since 2002. You know what else happened in 2002? This. Basically this is what happened in 2002 to UNC. Like, it's not a coincidence. By the way, that team had Josh Howard on it and was actually, like, way better than this Wake team probably is. So that makes it even worse for UNC. Just throwing that out into the universe as well. This Wake Forest team fascinates me, though. This is only the second time they've ever played under 500. Do you know that? No. <laughs> it's really sad. God, like, that game was so sad. They played great against Louisville in the first half. That Clemson win, despite... Bleh, being a thing um you know like there's they've showed up in some games they hit a ridiculous number of threes against virginia you see some of these like closer games beat but you know like this i just i've said this before but i think the acc is actually a little bit better than people are it's inconsistent which i think is the biggest problem like there's some really gross losses early in the season that you can't explain away and be like oh yeah um yeah we'll 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 touch on that when we get to wake's losses aren't bad at all Right. They just, they, just have, they just have lots of them. They just have a bunch. <laughs> they just have a lot. And Boston College is not good. Hey, you know what? It's on the road, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it's at Conti Forum, you get to have, like, cut their Ken Palm Some, score in half. Somebody tweeted me earlier when I was talking about this on, on the radio at 99.9 The Fan, which I go on twice a week here in Raleigh. Um, on the afternoon show, and I was talking about, like I was talking about how look the ACC is not great, but like what are we talking about in the rest of college basketball too? Yeah. And somebody tweeted me and was like, "Well, and there's an ACC person because this is what we do, we eat ourselves." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, we can't really say that the ACC is all that great when Boston College is in the middle of the league standings." And I was like, "No, a the committee does not care about the league standings." No. And B, like, or like middle of the pack or whatever. And I was like, they're not, they're like one of the worst teams in the ACC, like on paper. You know what I mean? Like, it's not in net ratings and Ken Palm and all of it. Um, it's once I've watched so many games just across all of it that it, that's where, where I get a little confused. Like, there's always, and this is, we talk about this in football and everything, not just ACC stuff, but like when you decide a conference is good or a team is good. And then you like look at what yeah. happens to them. Like, mm-hmm. is Michigan State the team that we thought they nope. were? Absolutely not. They're not right. Michigan was in the top five. Is Indiana as good as people thought they were? Is you know like th- those are the teams where like so you look on the bubble or you look and you know, like some of these. I think Auburn's gotten a few good wins. I'm real worried about Kentucky, but that's neither here nor there. But here's what's interesting to me, and we we can't get into now because we just started talking about it. But like. What? At what point can we not like sort of intellectually, honestly look at college basketball and just go, oh, wow, there's like a bunch of teams that are like not bad. You know what I mean? Like they're solid. Yeah. But they're not great. Yeah. And so like at what point. That's where we live this season. Are we really going to act like there's so much separation in those teams in the Big Ten between like NNC State, who I think looks like a tournament team and has a tournament resume as of right now. Fight me. I don't care. Fight me. Whoever's 
doing a bracket that I don't come at me. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I think that's a tournament team right now. You know, Syracuse and Notre Dame, I think you, I understand why they're not being included because they didn't do anything in the non-con and the big 10 teams. If you start looking at what they did in the non-con, the one thing they did was play a lot of really good teams. That's not something the ACC has done a great job of. NC state did a better job and they just Notre Dame and and Syracuse don't have a lot in in terms of what they did in the non-conference. They just don't have a feather in their cap, so to speak. Like they weren't able to get any of those. Yeah. And the big 10, and I don't like this, like the good lossification of college basketball is not a thing that I enjoy really. Um, Penn state is actually a team whose resume I love. Yeah. Like I, I have had them higher than they've been ranked in the AP for a while now because I'm like this, like I, I sorted them by like how many Ken Palm, whatever top wins they have. And I was like, this is a team that should not be ranked this low. Yeah. And the thing, and you look at it again, like I just saw you click their Ken Palm. Yeah, awesome. no, <laughs> we go through the Ken Palm, so everything. And that's hashtag, not all big 10. Teams. I use the Ken Palm all the time. We know this Virginia fans are obsessed with Ken Palm. And there's like, no bias speak. against a comp. Like, sure. You know, this, it's not what this is. It's just what I, I think what we're saying is this like, Wisconsin is not the 31st best or you know what I mean like or like do I think Wisconsin is that much better than right the real question is is, yeah. is there a huge difference between like number 30 and number 70 no. I don't know that there is and whereas in past years I think there has been yeah so that's what's great you know and I think that's what the ACC is suffering some from too um, I think there's better parity this year and I think that this is getting back to the overall level of talent and yeah. all that stuff and, oh, and there the is competition is not quite the same obviously sure but you literally don't know what's going to happen in some of these games. And there's more of a chance. I don't think any of the, you know, big three this year are as untouchable as they were in previous seasons or right. when it was the big four. And you include, you know, Carolina up there in Virginia instead of Florida yeah. state or whatever. It's the opposite of a big four now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and so, and that's, I mean, as bad as Virginia has looked offensively at times, there's fourth in the league right now. They get a yeah. double buy right now. Yeah. And I mean, that's all the defense and timely shooting, whatever. But that, so you look at and look like Duke lost to, you know, they had their losses and really UNC fans earmuffs should have lost that game. Like that was UNC's to win. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what kind of like, I'm sure all the UNC fans are like, what kind of Although literal, you know literal the, devil magic was happening at the end of like, you know, the Clemson loss was actually more statistically improbable based on the disparity in the rankings. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And that's the set like that, you know, these teams are clearly vulnerable. Um, and like whereas last scoring, year, yeah, 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 yeah like last sure. year or, you know, whenever you look at some of these teams and there's like no chance. So I think that's exciting, you know, and, is, and I think it's going to get better next year. I don't know. I don't want to overreact to that game too much. Cause I was going to say like, I feel like, I like this Duke team too. I'm not in love with them like Mike Krzyzewski is, and I get it. I think misses they're going to keep getting better. They are. And, and he misses yeah. teams that are defensive-minded. So I think yeah. he's in his feelings right now. When he's, <laughs> he's like, he, you missed it the other day. He, in the post game. he was like, guys, I just, I wish you could feel what I feel. And uh, the producer on the on nine, the fan has isolated him doing some heavy breathing, and it's something I can't unhear and wish I wish I would never have heard and want to set my ears on fire. I still just want to have the leg. <laughs> go Duke! Let's like, go let's Duke! Go Duke! I would call that on replay. Come on, Duke! Come on, Duke! Let's I can't do. Duke. I don't do a good <laughs> Coach <right>. K. <laughs> the only coach I've ever covered that I did a decent impression of with Sylvia was Sylvia Hatchell, and that's because like I lived here my whole life. I know the accent, so I was like rebound. <laughs> That was Sylvia, but I can't do any other coach. I can't do any other coach that I cover. I can't, I can't do an impression. Uh, it's fine. That's why I'm not in comedy. Uh, <laughs> uh, four o'clock, Louisville, Clemson. Clemson, what? What the hell? What? What are you? What are you on about? 
What, like, what are you doing? What are you even doing? Can can anyone illuminate me? Can anybody explain Clemson? I think this is a bad time for Clemson to get an angry Louisville. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I don't know how much I really buy into those things. But this, especially being at home against Clemson, or like they're yeah. going to Clemson, um, they're just so difficult to. I mean, just, like we said, as we talk about the parody, this is still one of the teams that like I don't know what you're going to get out of them because watching them play like Amir Sims is so good yeah. and trying to guard Mac. Like he's a guard quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there watching him like, there's no, I mean, that's so difficult when those guys can pull up from three outs. Obviously that makes, that's what makes them so, you know, dangerous. And, you know, can they, that's why people, you know, people say that about Jay Hoff, like how him being on the court and hitting yeah. threes changes of the dynamic. I mean, your Sims being able to convert on threes changes of the dynamic. For sure. Like that sort of thing. So this team is so interesting to me and they have, I, you know, Brad Brunell's not a bad coach. He's a good coach. I just, I, I think, I just think he needs an offensive coordinator. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, I'm not blaming him for this year's offense. Yeah. Like it is what it is. He's got the personnel that he's got. So I'm not, but they've had better personnel and just still, Awful offenses, but they have this—you know—their defense right outside the top thirty. Well, that—that's—that's that's always their yeah. MO. And so it's kind of like if they get a good game from Newman or um, good lord, that's what they shot from three. I'm sorry, I just saw this box score: <laughs> thirteen of twenty-two from three. Yeah, good grief. Oh Pitt. Not- oh Pitt, that's not good. No, and and the only thing I'll say for the Louisville game is, is this would worry me a little bit from their point of view. I know they're going to be mad, and I know they're going to be whatever, but like that's not an easy place to play. I know Clemson's twelve and twelve, but like it's not an easy place to play. Um, just yeah. ask Duke. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> spoiler. Remember who else lost to Clemson? Duke did. Like I know they were missing Wendell Moore, but like they lost up there too. That's not an easy place to play. Syracuse lost there in a close game. You know, the, yeah. It's, the, the, oh my god, that's this is dumb. You know the three te- the three teams to win there are Virginia Tech and ACC play are Virginia Tech, Miami, and uh, Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, like they've beaten Wake, Syracuse, Duke, yeah, and NC. <laughs> like they've beaten like three of the top five teams in the league and lost to like that's twenty twenty in, in a I nutshell. Hate this season so much. I love it so much. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to vote the other day. I got in trouble. I think it's just like my brain exercising self care. <laughs> like, don't look at this. Don't look at it too closely. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be a trouble spot for Louisville, but like at the end of the day, it doesn't, what does it really mean? Nothing. This is why I hate the season. Cause like, what does it mean? Who cares if Clemson beats them? It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, well, well, that's not true. It means something for Duke, right? Like the Duke and Louisville. Yeah. Likely it'll come down to those two. Yes. So, but like, it's not like it'll lock, knock Louisville down a seed line or anything. I don't think. So, no. like, who cares? It's just all dumb. Just don't be dumb anymore. Like, Clemson, like, just be just be who you are. We're going to get to Pitt in a minute because, oh, boy, that game was bad. Um, Notre Dame-Duke. I still like Notre Dame in spite of the fact that they couldn't make anything. Um, it's funny. Because of how Notre Dame was playing not that long ago, because of how North Carolina was playing, it was a foregone conclusion. Like, this is the reason that you're here. It was like a foregone conclusion that, of course, we would just go to the 8 o'clock Virginia UNC game. Like, surely, who cares that Notre Dame's coming to Duke? Notre Dame's not very good. And, like, Duke looks great. And, like, now, <laughs> my boss the other day shoots me an email. She's like, are you going to uh, – no- you're going to Notre Dame Duke, right? I was like, I am not. I'm not. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, and, but it's like, I do, I mean, I'm super eager to watch that. And this, um, I still Notre, don't like Notre Dame there. Notre Dame is such a weird case for this season. Cause I really did. I'd have to go back and look at my preseason rankings and see where I put them in the ACC preseason stuff. Because I was high I had, on them, but not super high. I had I, I was high on them, like higher than they are, I guess. And it yeah. stinks. I really, really, really hate for these players to get injured just on really any level. Yeah. But you look at a guy like Rex Fluger oh, and the way that he played before injury and the way that he's you know having the recovery and how he's playing now. Like, it's just, it stinks. Like, he's still a great player. He's just not the same player he was before. And, and I hate to see that. Like, that stinks. Like, I thought I, it was really interesting that Bray drew up that last play in overtime for him to shoot a three. And they were talking on the broadcast how like Bray was like, you know, he's, he makes winning plays for us and blah, blah. And he actually is shooting like 38% from three yeah. this year, which I'm surprised by, in, in league play, which I'm surprised by. Um, mostly cause I saw him earlier in league play and was like, Ooh, <laughs> um, but you know, it, it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know that you wouldn't have better rather had the ball in somebody else's hands or the thing, just a real side note on that. Because it's easy to look at that final score and and rightfully be like, oh my gosh, ew. I do want to shout out both coaches for some really, really nice coaching jobs when it came to like the execution yeah, of the sure. fouling at the end for mm-hmm. Virginia, like getting the fouls off in the right time. And in Bray's response to all of it, and, and people will be like, oh, no, no, sh- no shit, Caroline. That's like the easy stuff, like whatever. <laughs> like, of course they're going to do that. But the Y'all way fight they, about Mike Bray. Yeah, the way that he responded where he went to hub, went to hub, went to hub, yeah. and got them used to going to hub as the guy that they're inbounding the ball to, and yeah. then ran that screen and got mm-hmm. Rooney open, and he, he almost got a real good look at the end. It was just, I, that was stuff where I was like, oh, man, that was a really nice play. That's why I oh, love that was a really nice play so yeah. much, because I respect him so much, and yeah. I love I love the way they run their offense. I love the way he tries to like get guys going, run sets for guys that are feeling yeah. it, stuff like that. And I think he got a little on the emotional side to like run that last play for Rex. But at the same time, I get it. Like, yeah, the numbers aren't completely against. That's it, your so. senior leader. Like your team's not going to kill you if he doesn't make that shot. Like you know, they understand. So I, the thing that fascinates me about any time that I look at a Duke game and who they're playing or what I think is going to happen is my thing is how will they match up with. Vernon Carey because yeah. I think he's the guy that you yeah you know like Duke's shooting has been it's been really good at some points it's been really sporadic at other points Nate but Lashesky, he's been, you got five fouls to give my man he's been a guy <laughs> he's been a guy that has been so consistent um in the post and I think that they actually have someone in or on also on the other end is Vernon Carey going to be able to stop Mooney. Mooney. Yeah. Without with, fouling, right. without getting in foul trouble. Like, what do you do there? So, and Jawan Durham's really athletic and, and good. Def- like, they're better defensively around the basket than yeah. they've been in a while, but they can't have Mooney being the one guarding Vernon Carey one on one. Like, that's- I, I definitely still think that this will end up being a relatively comfortable Duke win, but those are, those are my questions when it comes to when I look at this matchup. That's the first thing that stands out to me is like, I always want to know what people are going to do with Ryan Carey because yeah. I think he's extraordinarily honestly, I mean the way in the way Stephen Enoch has shown at times too, at times um, backing people down and <sighs> going, you know, one-on-one that sort of thing. So those are the, I like those individual matchups to look at those. Cause I think this post play and playing in the paint this yeah. season has been what people have to go to, to stay most consistent. Yeah. Cause no one can shoot. No one's good. Nope. <laughs> Story. ACC <laughs> basketball, 2020. Great College year. basketball, 2020. <laughs> Couldn't y'all have rushed that network out to be like out last year? Yeah. 
I mean, I'm just saying, with Zion, like, can you imagine? Yeah. And now everyone's like, oh. Ty Jerome calling in a Packer and Durham. Right. Are you kidding me? We miss out on that content? That's crap. Now we just got Cam Johnson busy in the league dunking on JaVale McGee. That, I loved that so much the other night. It made me so happy the other night to see that, especially with the announcers being like, am I in the twilight zone? <laughs> I was in tears when I watched that video. I miss Cam Johnson so much. But I'll bet he's glad he's not here um, by himself with this North Carolina team. Uh, all right. Six o'clock. And by the way, we're probably going to be, I have to send the alert for that Notre Dame Duke game. So we'll probably be heading out the door just for the Virginia UNC game, just as that game's ending. Yep. I'll uh, send the news alert for my, for WRL and we'll, we'll hit the road. And then just in time to miss Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech. And when I say miss, I don't mean that. <sighs> uh, Pitt, honey, what are you doing? Like what, what was that the other night? Like, you thought we didn't see that because other stuff was happening? I saw it. Sweetie, that's, oh, yeah. In case you missed it, Clemson went to Pitt. Like, Clemson's frisky at home, but Clemson went to Pitt. And not only beat them, but, like, beat the crap out of them. Yeah. I got to say, I didn't see that one coming. Look, this Pitt team, six and eight in conference. They're in the main, the glob. Um yeah. With you know stuck at six and eight with Boston College, Clemson, Georgia Tech. Um, and Don't you think Georgia Tech's better than any of those? I kind of do. <laughs> I, Pittsburgh's been one that's been tough to watch for me this year. Just not oh. tough to watch, like actually tough to watch. Like oh, I can't watch this, but yeah, like physically, know. like they're ones that I haven't seen a lot of. I know. Um, and it just kind of is like one of those teams. Where I'm just like, what is happening here? I they have ability, the ability to like beat teams to do things like that Florida State I mean when you think about that beat Florida State to open the season like that's one where it's like feels like a different now you know why I hate the season yeah like it's just so weird and so and then you look on the flip side the way that Virginia Tech what three weeks ago was like the hottest team in the ACC I mean at least they're finally starting to make sense now like before they didn't make sense but it was a great story yeah. And but look, this isn't an, Mike Young's a great coach. Right. He's now, fantastic. Now they're just falling back to what they probably should have been all along. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Uh, Pitt, uh, Capel was not, and I love Capel. Y'all know this. This is a Jeff Capel friendly program. One um, of us. Love Sit him. with us, Jeff. Sit, oh, no. <laughs> Jesus, I forgot about that already. But like he, you know, he was asked about like learning to handle success. And, and, and he said, he said not that long ago, he's like, what did he say? Like, you have to be, like at some point you guys have to be offended by the fact that you're close like that. That's what it is. Everyone telling you is going to be telling you how good you are and how good you did. At some point that has to offend you at some point it has to offend you to be close. And that's the thing. That's, that's, that's the, the mountain he's trying to climb there. Like that's, and that's not, that's no small feat, right? Because that's, that program was a tire fire, you know, stalling. (laughs) I do. They were eight and 24 in Kevin's last year. And they were at 14 and 19 last year, but like they started out really well. And this is what Jeff's always been worried about. Like mid January, they just hit the skids. Yeah. Um, and, and just went off a cliff. And, and that's something that Jeff had been worried about all year is them doing that. And they, I hope they're not doing that for their sake. Um, they're not going to make the tournament, but that no. doesn't matter. I think that they There's just. There's still a lot to achieve. Yeah. The problem that when I look at the rest of their schedule is. They're playing a lot of teams that look like them. Like yeah. everybody else's. <laughs> it looks it looks like so they've got a few, oh, yeah, the Virginia Tech, Syracuse, NC State, Georgia Tech, Clump, and then 
they have to, and then Florida state and Virginia, like that's not, I mean, there's, this is like you said, they're not going to the tournament. This is jockeying for ACC placement. Are they going to play on Tuesday? And just positive momentum. Yeah, absolutely. Like, really? I think that's, that's, that's as important as anything. Absolutely. So it's just a matter of like, you know, I like some of these pieces and I think that they're going to like Xavier Johnson's a fun player to watch. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's a matter of them. Like you said, yeah, I like, I like that quote from Capel. Like that's, you, they're clearly getting better every season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess is the but second it's got one. To, but like, they've it lost, has to. Where are they now? Where did I find them? I, lo- I just left them somewhere. Where did they go? No, that's Virginia Tech that's lost five in a row, but yeah. Pitt's lost. They're in the alternator. So yeah. per their schedule, they're it going to. It does look nice on Kinpo. It does. It's a nice little. It's like a, yeah, it's like a symmetrical yeah. red and green, you know. And it would, it would hold... Mm, that would, I don't know if I'd like how that would play out in a few games. But. Oh, good grief. I just saw Pitt's defensive rebounding percentage. Ugh, that's bad. How did Carolina be, lose to them twice? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Pitt gives up like 35%, 34% on the, on the defensive, on the offensive boards to their opponents. Like, that's literally the only thing Carolina does well. It's not bad. Ugh. Um, yeah, like, their defense is relatively like, neutral to green on it was Palm, it was way like better red. it was way better before like and they've got they've kind of fallen off a cliff how many yeah carolina rebounded 44 percent of its misses in that loss at pit but they didn't turn them into anything doesn't matter if you rebound your misses if you still continue you still to miss, miss. again <laughs> also there's more rebounds to miss or more misses to rebound oh all right well that gets us to virginia unc and okay. ba, 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 ba. here's the thing carolina because we have to have a chat. People are going to feel sorry for you when you lose close games and you're just right there. Even as you like kind of feel like I, I never settled on the best analogy. Um, I think I ended up kind of going with somebody peeing on themselves in public that wasn't drunk and like is really trying hard not to pee on themselves. Oh, no. And, and you're like watching it happen and you're like, oh, this is, oh, honey, oh, like someone help that person. But also I don't want to be near it. That's Carolina late in basketball games that are close. Um, <laughs> I almost wrote that, but I was like, I can't write that in a column. <laughs> I can't. Somebody's like, why not? I was like, uh, no. I'm trying to keep my job. Well, and just also it's a little gross, but also true. Carolina decided to just forego all that and... I don't know, turn the porta potty over on itself before the weight game started or as it started. I don't know what the analogy is there. You've obviously spent time talking to them more and how as a team, I don't think anyone's going to really like pack up and head home type thing. I don't know what that would have been called then. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like how do you see this team just kind of being like, screw it. Apparently season's over. And I didn't, I didn't anticipate that being something they were going to do. That's the thing. And so like, I think here's the thing, like they have built up so much goodwill overall. Right. Whereas people have been like, Oh my God, they're so close. Like, Oh, they've lost all these close games. Well, when you go out and get blown out by wake, all that goes bye-bye because Yes, you're not very good and whatever, but like that shows me you didn't show up and you didn't try. Yeah. So any goodwill about like, oh, poor guys, like, no, oh, this terrible season. No, I guess you're, you're content with just continuing to have this terrible season and not fight. Like, I know it's hard and I know it sucks. Yeah. But like, what was that, guys? Like, what do you think Wake was just going to like look like you've seen Wake look like you know better than that? I'm sure Roy told you better than that. Yeah. I feel like a this is me being like, like a, when I'm an angry state mom, like this is me being an angry, like, no, where no one's going to feel sorry for you. Like, 
try harder, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And it's obviously, I don't think there's really any outstanding times to face a stingy Virginia defense, but if you're demoralized offensively, I feel like that that time is not when you want to see them. I was, do you still like, I remember a couple weeks ago you were suggesting like that because of the way both offensives have looked that they'll get into this. Yeah, absolutely. I still think that's going to (laughs) happen. No, no, (laughs) I like want to will it into existence because honestly, my, my eyes were put to such a treat against with the Carolina Duke game. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot what it's like to watch. The Louisville, Virginia game. Yeah, that was fun too. We were all watching that in the media room. That was lovely to watch. I, I was on a plane. It. It, was, it was great until I yelled, and one ass hat on a plane. Ass hat. <laughs> I love <laughs> that word. It's great. It's my go-to. On a Braxton key take. Like, I just, I was like, how, get him, like, how does he not get any of these calls? I don't understand. I joked before. I, I feel like he's ran afoul of a witch in the woods that like cursed him at the rim. Like he'll put these ran shots of that. Like, it's just, he's got some, he's got to like figure out a way to break this curse. Cause bless his heart. Like those shots will go up yeah. and it'll bounce back. And then like physics seems to go out the window. Yeah. And it comes off the rim or he had a, I mean, he did for, to be fair, he went four for six in the, a couple games ago yeah. from three after going into that game three for 28 in ACC play from three uh, with the fifth one. I've never seen a ball so far in like through the basket that yeah. came back out. And I was like, bless his heart. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have absolutely no idea how any of these games are going to go. Cause world of Tensai was, Seven, like we said, seven for ten against Louisville and one for eight against I Notre just, Dame. In good looks too. Yeah, I don't have a lot that I ask. <laughs> I just can you guys just not be gross? Like I just I I don't. I know you might miss some shots. You know I know you will because that's what both of you guys do a lot of, mm-hmm. and I understand. But like, can you just be just try to be okay? For like a couple hours. Like, uh, that's all I want. Oh, God. I just, it's, uh, yeah. Carol, any goodwill Carolina had earned itself, it just went out the window. And uh, and I'm, you know, there have been people being like, oh, they're going to make this run in the ACC tournament or whatever. And I even at the time was like, guys, easy. Like, I don't know that that's going to happen. You know? I've, it, it, I've, I think that when we all look back on this season and the ACC as a whole and how this stuff plays out, yeah. there's a very, very high probability that we look at that Duke game and say, like, this is where it really fell apart. Right. I, I think if they Not gotten, that it was great before then. Yeah, but. <laughs> I think if they have got, had gotten that... Might have turned their psyche around. Might have turned their... Else. Yeah, and you have a ton of games, not a ton of games, but enough games against tough competition left. You know, you still had games against Louisville. You still had another game against Duke. You have Duke. the Cole Anthony injury. You've got, like, yeah, you have and all you take reasons. stuff into, yeah, and you have good wins from earlier in the season. Absolutely. So it's one of those, like, there were people talking about, here's what North Carolina needs to do to get into the tournament. Here's what they need to do. And and honestly, like, I mean, I think we'd agree they'd have to win the ACC tournament at this point. To make yeah, that insulation. 100%. Like, I think the even with the Duke loss, I think the Wake loss put that final nail in there. Yeah. Like, it, like you said, like, not only was it gross, but it was just I was, aggressively bad. I was fighting somebody today that I was talking to that said they saw five wins, and I couldn't tell if he was trolling or not, in their final seven games. And I said, where? Literally, where? 
are there games that are scheduled that I missed, like that are yeah, not listed? Are they playing a bunch of extra ones? Right. Because where are the five? I don't see them. I see like three, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. Syracuse is away. Yeah. I mean, and even that, like, okay, if you want to throw that into the maybe pile, if you want to throw like them or Notre Dame into the maybe pile, okay. I still think three is optimistic. Yeah. Like, anyway. I mean, that's just, it is what it is. Armando Baycott said after the game against Duke, I don't know if you saw this, that like when they went up 13, like there was this feeling of like, oh my God. And I was glad he said it because he was being honest. Yeah. And we can all see it. But and for, I think there are probably some state fans or I know my mom, if she, if she listened to this oh, episode, would I be felt like, this like is I what you've in- done to us. Like that. This is what you like. And that's what I felt UNC's that energy done to people. Yeah. It's almost like, so I, I don't know, like UConn women's basketball lost by double digits that. a few weeks week ago to, I think it was the game against Oregon Yeah, and Oregon. Oregon's just unbelievable. Yeah. Really good. But I, I imagined in the locker room after that game, they were probably sitting there like, we do this to people every single time out. Like we're, we're mean. Yeah. Like, and look, like we're, you know, we've said like how bad these things look and all this stuff. If you're one of those people out there, like commenting on their Instagram, stop doing that. Yeah. Seriously. Don't I would do that. I, yeah, let me, let me be clear. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, yeah, mean no to them. Not any of the stuff we've said this is, is more like, like a analyzing the you guys in general. Yeah. Like, to the team in general and, and you know, whoever else needs to hear it. Yeah. From- no. And this is what I'm saying. We're like talking about <laughs> yeah. games and how they've been played out. Like this is nothing personal against any of these players who are doing stuff, but don't, don't go to people's Instagrams and say mean things. Yeah. No, that's, Stop. that shouldn't, They're I don't know why kids. we need to say that, but here we are in 2020. I've gone on my rant about poor Brandon Robinson and his bad luck and people telling him he's soft because he didn't come back from a whiplash. Right, because somebody somebody tweeted at me when I when I retweeted uh, a DTH a Daily Tario writer wrote a piece about this and yeah. went on their Instagrams and, and saw some of the comments. Although a lot of them have made their accounts private for Carolina, as you might imagine. And it's like, you know, I said, I said something. Don't do this. Like, stop. And somebody was like, "Well, you know, some of this Roy brought it on himself because he said they were the least gifted team." And I was like, no. uh, "So it, did he bring it on Brandon Robinson when Brandon Robinson went out with being hit by a drunk driver and had people <laughs> telling him he was soft for not playing? Did he? Did he? Did he do that? I, I miss where Roy said that because yeah. he didn't. So stop. Um, it's that's my least favorite thing about social media. There's so many people that will say things to people that they would never say to their. And by face. the way, if you've actually watched them play." you know what a big issue their confidence is. So why would you go on there and be <laughs> like, true. you are trash. Yeah, also true. <laughs> and it's people it's like, oh, just don't look at it. This is the thing. Like, if you've ever run a brand account Don't make them Twitter, not look at it. Yeah, like, it's their social media. They should be able to, they're college kids and they want to like. They should just make it private, I guess, yeah. to not deal with jerks like you so they don't have to look at it. <laughs> and that's like, just if you, yeah, after running a branded account, it opened my eyes up to a lot of things because like, yeah. I won't tag a bunch. I won't tag companies. I'll tag like support things if I want to complain about Comcast because that's fair, you know. But normally, because when people see those things, yeah, it's a person. Like, if you tag Nike to tell them something's ugly, it's the design. Like the people who have input on that aren't seeing it. It's the social media manager. I blocked who, somebody for snitch tagging the other. Oh, night. snitch tagging is the worst. I man, I will get all into social media etiquette. <laughs> And I didn't even care that they snitch tagged necessarily. It was just the principle of like, hey, I didn't, if I wanted them to see it, I yeah. would have tweeted at them. Yeah. And he's but, like, well, that's pretty shady that you did that. And I'm like, all right, blocked. Yeah, no. Whatever. Snitch tagging is the worst. So FYI, I will block you for snitch tagging. <laughs> um, so all of this, Caroline, yes. gets us to our final game. <sighs> 
State. Oh, just it's a Sunday game? <laughs> and I think you already know where my mind is going with this. Oh, goodness gracious. State. NC State. Hello, third team that I cover. My third child. Please don't do this. They're going oh. to Conti Forum. God. Where oh, they already- teams go to die. And like, <laughs> to be fair, State has gone to die there so many times before this was a thing. Like... State was doing it before it was cool, you know? Like, I mean, I wish I could just, like, go back and look at how many times they've lost to Boston. I mean, it's just been – it's oh, they didn't lose to them that year. Good for you guys. Good job. Like, hey, that was 2014, though. Here's another team that – Oh, there it is. 110 Boston College away, lost by 16, 2015. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's let's go spin the Boston College wheel. Oh, my God. One of the years that State was trash, they didn't lose to Boston College. Of course. Oh, no, they beat them by one. I remember that. Dennis Clifford was there. Oh, it was really sad. Look, I, this Boston College team, again, is one of those that like... Oh, yeah. There it is. Away. 173 Boston College. Eight-point loss when State was in the turn. Oh, that was the Dennis Smith Jr. year. That's when we knew things were coming off the rails. Getting handled by Miami and Northwestern are bad. Um, How did they sweat Boston College last year? But really, okay. I look at this. Boston College and Georgia Tech are really easy to just make fun of yeah. because it, it's just the way that they played recently, the established stuff. Yeah. There's not necessarily a real like real marquee player that you immediately are like, oh, that Nick Popovich. You know, like Nick Popovich is a good player. Like yeah. he's a he's fun to watch. And they've got, you know, Derek Thornton's a good player. Like you don't get you don't go to Duke and just like I mean like I know he transferred and he never played whatever, but like he wanted more pick and roll. <laughs> but you know like, he he's a good they're good players. And when Jay Heath gets going and they've got another Hamilton, like they always say and, and it's just so I with them and Georgia Tech, it's yeah. so easy for outside ACC people and even people Georgia inside Tech's the ACC. Way better than them though. Absolutely. Although the, look at let me watch, they've probably beaten Georgia Tech. Oh no, they haven't. Okay, good. The my <laughs> thing with Georgia Tech is Oh, like, they got beat down by Georgia Tech too. They uh it's Gosh, I guess I don't know if this Georgia Tech plays really well, I think, sometimes despite Josh Pasner. (laughs) What? No. Like (laughs) not to go forky on you there. Like, um, in the (laughs) sense that like there's a couple other games that they probably should have won. Like they should have beaten Duke down there. Mm -hmm. Like the Louisville game was real close. Like and they just have done some real not the smartest things at the end of games that have cost them big games at home. Mm-hmm. So, and again, we've said this before, but like Banks the Third and Alvarado, like these are ballers. Moses, Moses like they, right? Yeah, like North the, Carolina local North Carolina. Yeah, kid. these are good players. So, like when I say that, like, and I don't know the situation with the appeal and all that stuff. Like, apparently so they they're potentially playing. could play. Yeah, but yeah. And I'm not saying that I think they're going to win the ACC tournament and their record is Struggle City, but this is a team that, like, I think looks better than teams well, that will make the tournament not as a... I've said this a few times. Like This, this is, is, like, the most I'm putting myself out there, my brand. No, I like, know. <laughs> like, I, I was very... I was interested before the season to see, like, you know, when when State and them played in the first game and I saw how highly they ranked in, in average, you know, experience and minutes returning and whatever, and minutes continuity, which is a big stat. And yeah. I was like, oh, goodness, okay. Like they're up there in the ACC in terms of minutes continuity, um, and that matters. Like especially yeah. in this year where no one's good. Like, yeah. 
there's those are the things that in close games yeah. could make the difference. But I guess sorry, I like completely careened us back to it's fine. Georgia Tech and look talking about you know Boston what? College. When you're talking game. about ACC basketball, you can't help but just go back to Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sucks you right in. Yeah, no, for state, and I don't want to like I don't want to discredit what they did at Syracuse because like that was the NC State team that. I thought very highly of. Yes. Yes. And I, I was, think I'm most I mad because like I had really high expectations for the state team. Yeah. And I'm sure that like if people listen, they'll be like, well, so did I. And I'm a, I'm a fan of this team. Like, so who are you to say that? <laughs> but they're, just, they're just mad right now. <laughs> no, that's They'll fair. be okay. It, it's, I can't imagine. And again, like having watched them a bunch and an affinity for them because of my parents going there and stuff. My gosh, are they frustrating? Yeah. Yes. And and I've seen all the discussions like there's people ready to turn on Keats and I'm not I, nowhere near that. I love Keats. It, the frustration is what me, makes me think like, and then people are like, oh, you got to coach toughness. You got to coach the consistency. Like, what? I, okay. But there's, they do stuff where I'm like, what? What is happening? Well, even like. And I get the injuries. Like. But like the other day at Syracuse and this was, you know, they, they made some mistakes. Everybody's going to make mistakes on the sure. stretch. But like CJ <laughs> CJ Bryce and I literally yelled at my screen. You're supposed to be the good one <laughs> because, like, he had this weird lane violation like thing on a free throw that he wasn't supposed to. And he like hooked the guy. Did you see that play against no. Syracuse? I was like, "What are you? Why did you? I don't understand. Like, why are you doing? You're supposed to be this. Don't do this. This is like late when they're trying to like hang on to the lead. But it's like, yeah, they they do things that you just go." You know, you could lose this game any number of ways, and you choose this way. Yeah, you um, have <laughs> you have a combination of a really good post player in right. Thunderbird and a collection of relatively consistent 33 to 39% three-point shooters. But, and I'll just throw this out here. Here's the thing with State. They do the dumb things, and they can be head-scratching. But I'd rather see that version of State much, 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 much than I would see the version of state that was like passive against North Carolina and like, yeah. didn't want to take a shot and like, didn't want to make the mistake. And, and against Louisville too, to a degree until yeah. CJ Bryce finally clicked into place, got it going. That NC state is the good one. The one that just stands around and is like, Ooh, I don't know. Like, yeah. Ooh, let me just pass around the perimeter. That state's not going to beat anybody. So like no. you kind of do, it's a weird balance for them. You do have to take the good with the bad. And like, yes, they might get mistakey, but like at the same time, the things that they can do, you play high possession, right. you can get mistakey at times when they're in that mentality, <laughs> yeah. they can afford, like, that's who they are. They're going to make decisions. They're, they're a very no, no, yes team. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a no, 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 but at the same oh, time, long two team. <laughs> well, actually not as much, not, not really. Yeah. But they, <laughs> but, but the they no, have no, a yes. turnover that you just go, what, what are you looking at right now, dude? But at the same time, like that's the state team that's like fearless and will take chances. And Devin Daniels will take shots that you're like, whoa, it's a very much a no, no, yes. And and that's that's the state that can beat people, not the one that's just like, "Eh, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I don't want to make a mistake. Like that's not going to do it. Low key important one. So I I look. It's now it's time where I start like perching on the standings because I like to see you know ACC tournament is inarguably one of my favorite times of the year. Like yeah. it's just, it's the best. It's, it's I our grew spring up break. It's adult it spring break. It us. is <laughs> literally my fourth year. I went to Tampa <laughs> instead of oh like going on a spring break trip. I went to the Tampa ACC tournament. I didn't go to that one. I've yeah. heard legendary tales. It was, that was where I first fell in love with Jimmy Graham <laughs> <laughs> in Tampa, <laughs> in Tampa, Florida. When- Without context, that would be a really <laughs> weird start to a story. Caroline. <laughs> 
<laughs> because he was on yeah i don't know if you've heard but he played he play basketball, basketball for miami i never heard that yeah and uh he almost i in my mind now he single-handedly took out maryland which was is always funny from like old school acc oh, days yeah. like beating maryland was always the most hilarious thing and it was this huge upset every single game in the first round the lower seed won and then that was part of the virginia always plays nc state in the ACC tournament. Yeah. Virginia got a bye, plays NC State. They're up by nine at the half. Sean Singletary team, Jerry Reynolds, whole thing. Yeah. Lost. Oh my so God, I, I was in Tampa. <laughs> I really loved that Miami team. I love Jack McClinton. Oh, that team was amazing. It was a really fun team to watch. Um, and I think it went down to, it was NC State and Carolina for the title yes, game. That it year. was because people were mad about Ty Lawson dunking in the final second. <laughs> <laughs> These are the faux controversies we have to deal with in our area. <laughs> But I look at this game and right now, you know, you've got again, quote unquote, the big three, 12 and two Louisville, 11 and two Duke, 10 and three Florida state. And then this next little pack of eight and five, Virginia, seven and six NC state and seven and six Syracuse. I trust Virginia the most. I think I do too, because the defense has been consistent and and you look at, but state does have a head to head, which could help them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So this is one of those that, both this these games with this middle pack games like Virginia playing Carolina and State playing Boston College because if Boston College wins then they jump into that seven win group yeah throw that out there seven wins in the ACC you know what I mean like I don't want to you know <laughs> you actually want to throw it out <laughs> I, I want to put it in a garbage can <laughs> so it's just kind of like these games now have a huge impact and some you know like I said all of those teams I think Virginia NC State Syracuse are bubble teams right now or you know yeah Virginia's I think it was an 11 in the last, but not in the play-in game. So moving on up, folks. Um, I just trust them the most. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I'm not worried about them. I think like unless a disaster happens, they won't. They'll be okay. But, I think so. Uh, the rest of everybody else, who knows? Who knows what disaster yet lurks <laughs> as we come down the stretch of uh, what's been? Well, it's been a season. It is a thing that has happened. Yes. Yeah, it really has. I feel I m- myself and the AC network launched at like the same time. I blame myself. Maybe I should just blame myself. I've been blaming like the weird AC network. Maybe it's my fault. Could could be. Want to launch an I have I have a ton of power obviously. So <laughs> over the cosmic forces in the universe, I have so much power. All right. Well, it's late for you. We better get you out of here. And also, um, our producer, Nada, will kill us. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, everybody. Enjoy the games in whatever way that you need to do that. And I'll talk to you next week. 